Hello and welcome to The Chronic Glow Show. I'm your host, Amy, and I'm a mindset coach and mentor for women with chronic illness who are ready to reclaim their power, feel confident, and live life with freedom and flow. I am so grateful that you chose to listen to this episode today, so let's dive straight in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Chronic Glow Show. Um, oh my god, today's episode, I am so excited for this episode. If you want to feel like so freaking empowered, motivated and inspired and expanded, this is the episode for you. Um, so let's get straight into it. I'm not even going to start rambling because the last episode I did on my own, I think I rambled for like 10 minutes before I even start the episode. So not this one. I've got a lot to say. We're going to get straight into it. So this episode, if you have seen the title, is how to start living unapologetically with your chronic illness. Oh, oh it's such a juicy episode. I cannot wait. Unapologetic. Oh, so hands up metaphorically not literally obviously um who has lived quite an apologetic life with chronic illness because I know I have especially when I did get diagnosed with chronic illness I felt like I was just saying sorry all the time I was just basically apologizing for my existence because my chronic illness became my life and I you know that's another issue in itself like I let my chronic illness over overtake, overcome, take over, <laughs> take over my life. And then I was apologizing for it. So I was basically apologizing for my existence or basically apologizing for my life. And becoming more unapologetic has really, really supported with that, um, I'm glad to say. And you know what? I feel like even just in the past few months, I've become even more unapologetic and even more um, like myself whether that's on Instagram, whether that's in my emails, whether that's on my podcast, I feel like I'm stepping more and more into like who I truly am at my core and doing so unapologetically, really just like embracing that side of me, like the side of me, like, I don't know if you listened to my last episode, but I'm pretty sure I just rambled all the way through it. And at some point I said like, you'll know by now I don't edit my uh, podcast episodes because um, hashtag I'm too lazy and I can't be bothered. Like that's the kind of level of myself that I'm becoming. Like I literally don't care what people think of me. And this has been a process, let me tell you. And and don't get me wrong, there are still some times that I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what was that? I don't even know what that was. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going absolutely mental today. Um, but there are still some times that I I think like, oh, I don't know if I should post that or I don't feel like um, that's, I apologise. If you can hear my husband shouting like an absolute banshee downstairs, that's because he's watching the rugby. Um, this is probably not the greatest time to start recording the podcast. And I will not be editing it out because as I said in the last episode, I don't edit my podcasts. Um, the door is shut and he's still being very loud. Um, okay, so I'm just going to get straight into this because I'm already rambling enough. How to start living unapologetically with your chronic illness, number one. First of all, be relentless. Relentless. 
when advocating for your wants and needs. Okay, when it, we're, we're done with hiding away and playing small and saying like, no, 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 it's okay, I don't need that. Or, no, 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 it's okay, you don't need to do that for me. No, 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 no. If we're an unapologetic woman with chronic illness, we need to be relentless when advocating for our wants and needs. And that comes with doctors, family, work, friends, the random Karen in the shops, whoever it is, like it really doesn't matter. But we need to be relentless. Like if we go to the doctors and we don't get what we want or need for our health to be able to support ourselves with our health, then we need to go back and try again. And then we need to go back and try again. You know, when we get knocked down, we try again. And that's the kind of relentless that I'm living for at the moment. And it's before I would, oh my God, right. Before, if I didn't get what I needed from the doctors, I would be like, I can't go back now, that's it. Like, I don't want to piss them off. I don't want to annoy them. I don't want to like be that annoying patient who's constantly going back and like, eh, I want this and I need this and they're, they're not giving me enough. Like, I, I just didn't want to do it. And now I'm like, bitch, you didn't give me what I needed. <laughs> like I'm back because I'm going to try again because I'm worthy of it and I'm deserving of it and this is what I need for me to be able to live my life as a normal freaking human okay so don't be apologetic for that don't be like oh I'm really sorry I know I came last week but I didn't quite get everything I needed um, I was really just hoping that you could also give me a prescription for xyz no 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 you're just gonna go back in and be like oh um I need this prescription because I've got xyz <laughs> you know or if it's like advocating for your needs at work like remember there are legal rights as well under the equality act um they have to make reasonable adjustments for you at work so with that in mind, you don't need to apologise for that. It is not your fault. You have a chronic illness, disability, whatever it might be. They, You are entitled to have adjustments, reasonable adjustments made for you to support your health, your life at work. So anything like that, be relentless. Be relentless and don't apologise. Um, because you're worthy of it and you're deserving of it. And that's that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say any more about that. So number two, put yourself first every single day. The unapologetic woman with chronic illness prioritises herself. She prioritises herself. She puts herself first every single day. And this is different to being selfish. We're not being selfish because if anything, if we're putting ourselves first, it means we can actually give more to others we're just prioritizing prioritizing ourselves we're putting our needs ahead of somebody else's because why why should we put their needs ahead of ours because they're probably going to put their needs ahead of ours so why should we put their needs ahead of ours they've got their needs <laughs> you know if we were all responsible for putting ourselves first then everybody would be putting themselves first but if I'm putting everybody else's needs ahead of mine and nobody's putting my needs ahead of theirs, then I'm coming last always. Whereas if we all put ourselves first, we all come first, you know? So just just ponder on that for a little while. Um, okay, number three. The unapologetic woman with chronic illness prioritises rest and self-care, guilt and judgment free. And that is the key part. Because rest, 
looks like I have overdone it through the week. This weekend I am going to skip this. I'm not going to go out to social events. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to do X, Y, Z and I'm going to rest instead. That's what rest looks like. Rest does not look like, oh my god, I've done so much this week and I can't do anything else this week and it's all my own fault and now I can't do anything um, because I have to rest at home. I need to make sure that I have enough energy for Monday. So I suppose I'm just going to sit all day on my phone and scroll and be miserable and that's not rest because you're feeling guilty, you're judging yourself you're not actually helping anybody. You're just sitting all day on your phone scrolling. And that's like one example. It might not be the best example. I do apologize, but it's an example. Um, is there a kitten on my feet? Yes, there is. Sorry. Um, but rest, true rest is mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual rest. Okay. And you might have different ways of resting on different days or things. So like, you could rest by going for a walk. You're mentally and emotionally resting, but physically doing something. Or you might like do some baking again, like the mental, emotional rest, but physically you're doing something. Or it could be that you're um, reading a book. So mentally you're focusing on something, but physically and emotionally you're resting. You know, there's different types of rest for different needs. Um, but putting those first, unapologetically, guilt-free, and seeing that as part of your schedule rather than, oh, Saturday, Saturday, oh, well, I was going to rest Saturday, but because you've asked me to go to coffee, I'm technically free, so I'm going to say yes to that um, and forego my rest. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. We prioritise rest because number two was to put ourselves first and we're seeing rest as a priority is one of those ways that we can put ourselves first to care for ourselves. And if somebody says, oh, are you free on Saturday to go for coffee? And I look and I think, Saturday's my only day to rest. I say, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm not able to. But thank you for asking, for example. You know, I just really think that we need to all just start putting ourselves first, prioritising rest in a way that works with and aligns with our life with chronic illness. And honestly, I feel like that's what the unapologetic woman would do. Number four, set boundaries that support you and protect your energy. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. This is boundaries with yourself, boundaries with work, boundaries at home, boundaries on social media, boundaries in business, boundaries with healthcare professionals, boundaries with friends, boundaries with family, boundaries with conversations, boundaries with content consumption, doesn't matter. The unapologetic woman knows what she stands for and what she doesn't stand for and then sets boundaries accordingly. And she sets them accordingly. Uh, in a way that supports and protects her energy because she puts herself first and she prioritizes rest. You see how all of these link up? And you see how it all comes back to putting yourself first? I don't know why I didn't put yourself first as number one because that is essentially number one. But be relentless for advocating for your wants and needs kind of came number one. But really, putting yourself first every single day is number one. So like, maybe I'll just 
we'll just skip over the advocating for yourself for a moment. We'll bring that in again later, but number one is putting yourself first, then prioritising rest and self-care, then setting boundaries, and then we'll come on to advocating yourself. And I'm not editing this around. You're just going to have to work this out in your head, and which you're going to love, especially if you're suffering with brain fog and fatigue. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm still recovering from my cold. Um, so yeah, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Um, one of the women that's in my um, community messaged me a few times because she kept seeing like boundaries pop up so like she'd get an oracle card that was about boundaries um I would mention boundaries and stories um then I had a masterclass that was about boundaries in in the the chronic glow collective and she was like I feel like um I need to start setting some boundaries because the universe is quite clearly <laughs> leading me to this and I'm like well the universe doesn't lie so yeah, I think if you're constantly seeing this word boundaries pop up all around you and you're like boundaries, 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 like I don't understand why, like why am I seeing all of this so much? Maybe you need to, rather than looking externally, look internally and think what boundaries do I need to set with myself, with others, with my chronic illness, all the things, all the things. Um, and how can I set boundaries that actually support my life with chronic illness and that protect my energy? All right, and number five, um, <clears throat> sorry, stop worrying about what other people think or say, full stop. <laughs> stop worrying about what other people think or say, full stop. I have been an absolute nutter in the past couple of podcast episodes, like to the point of I'm rambling about God knows what, my husband playing, watching the rugby, which you can probably still hear him, kittens, um, me having a cold and losing my voice, um, what else? I don't even know, like I can't even remember what else I've rambled about, but I've done so unapologetically because I'm like, this I'm this is what I'm speaking and it. I don't want to be filtered, I don't want to be filtered down and a watered down version of myself, I want to be me and I don't want to worry about what everybody else has to say and don't get me wrong, this is this has taken me a long time to come to this point of like radical self-acceptance to the point I'm like, you know what, if people don't like it, they can leave. <laughs> Even saying that felt edgy for me. If people don't like it, they can leave. And this goes for you as well. And it's not just in a social media business influencer Instagram sense. Like, obviously, if somebody looks at my content and they're like, oh, I don't like what she has to say, they can unfollow. But this is, like, in your personal life as well. If a friend is unaligned with what you have, what your personality is and who you are and what your chronic illness is about and all the rest of it, if they feel unaligned or they feel triggered or they don't, if they just don't marry up with who you are anymore, then that's fine. They can leave and that's okay. They can do them and you can do you. Um, If somebody doesn't understand your chronic illness and, like, thinks that you're being lazy when actually it's extreme chronic fatigue that's on them that it's not up to you it's not your job to worry about what other people have to think and this takes a while to really come to terms with and it's something that I'm still battling like as I said just now like me saying on a podcast which I know I'm not going to edit me saying if you don't like it you can leave that was a real edge for me that's like oh because I feel like there'll be people listening to this podcast that don't really like what I have to say and they'll be like wow she basically just told me to leave because I don't like it and like 
I don't want to upset, I don't want to be the person, I'm such a nice person, like, I'm the person who, if someone was going to get picked last, or if I knew at school, like, someone was going to get picked last at sports, I would pick them so they didn't get picked last, like, I'm the person that always goes to the underdog, I'm the person, like, I don't ever want anybody to feel unwelcome, or, like, or hurt, or upset, or left out, I don't want anybody to feel like that because I felt like all of those things at some point in my life as I'm, I'm sure we all have at some point or other I felt all those things and I've never ever want anybody to feel like that so I always go like above and beyond to welcome everybody but what has really really like rang true with me more and more and more in my business I really apologize for my husband downstairs um yeah, I bet you can't even hear him and I'm just apologizing for silence <laughs> um but what's really really come true for me in my business and chronic illness and and everything is this idea that I am not for everybody and that is okay and ev you are not for everybody and that is okay if somebody doesn't like you that is not a reflection on you that is a reflection on them and not everybody needs to like you and understanding this and accepting this, like, honestly, it's freeing. It's freeing AF because all of a sudden it opens up all these endless possibilities of who you can be at your core without worrying about, oh, if I swear that person's not going to like me. Who the F cares? Like, I'm saying this, like, I'm still not, I'm trying not to swear. Like, you'll probably notice on my podcast, I'll say, like, fucking a lot, but I'm not going to say, like, the full-on F word um mainly because I just I don't want to but I also don't stop guests who come on if they want to swear like swear freely um so that's not the point of this episode but really stopping worrying about what other people think or say whether it's about what you do for a living what your chronic illness is or how much you socialize or what your hobbies are it doesn't matter so long as you're happy you're supporting yourself you're finding joy in those things, whatever it is that you're doing lights you up, that's all that matters, as long as it's working for you, that's all that matters, as long as you like who you are, that's all that matters, and if you like who you are, somebody else will like who you are, not everybody, but somebody, and that is all that matters, that's a real edge for me talking about that, it really, really is, and it's something that I'm still, still working on, and, and I feel like, I don't know if you notice with my content on Instagram, but I feel like it's, now and again, I post something that's, like, a bit edgy for me, and I'm, like, in my head before I post, I'm, like, some people are not gonna like this, and then when I post it, it's, like, oh, like a sigh of relief, because I'm, like, me, the act of me posting that is, telling myself that that has become less important to me which is obviously a good thing the act of me posting or the act of being more myself is demonstrating to myself that other people worrying about who no me worrying about what other people think is becoming less and less important to me and that is so freeing and so expansive I can't even begin and I feel like there's still depths to be discovered, especially when it comes with online. Um, but I know this is something a lot of us with chronic illness have really struggled with. And I also know that this is 
probably one of the main things that people struggle with in terms of being unapologetic because they they the thing is if you if you come portray yourself as someone who you're not or like twist versions of yourself to become more acceptable to become more likable whatever it might be and then somebody doesn't like it it's like oh well it's okay because that's not really who I am and it's not like I'm saying like you're putting on a like a like a different persona or anything it's just like little things um but it's like if you if you're not fully yourself and somebody doesn't like it you can kind of be like oh that's okay because they don't know that they don't know like me at my core whereas if you put yourself who you genuinely truly authentically are on show for the world and somebody doesn't like you you can make that personal you could be like oh my god that's me that they don't like me but coming back to that it's not about me what they think of me is not about me (laughs) which is a little bit of a like a head fuck (laughs) but what they think about me is not about me what they think about me is about them oh my god it's completely different it's like game changed um i think i've been talking about this topic for about five minutes maybe longer but stop worrying about what other people think or say about you. If the unapologetic woman stands in her power, stands as her true self and claims who she is unapologetically and authentically and she loves every part of it and she stands proud. All right, number six, the last one. Do what feels good for you not what you think you should be doing. Let's let's say that again. The unapologetic woman does what she feels good for her, not what she thinks she should be doing. The unapologetic woman gets faced with two options. One something that someone's told her she should be doing and one something that she knows in her soul is the right step for her. Which one does she go for? Obviously the one that she knows is the best one for her because she's unapologetic. She puts herself first. She prioritises herself. She has boundaries. She doesn't worry about what other people think or say. She advocates heavily for her own wants and needs. So she does what feels good for her. And she doesn't give a shit about what other people think she might have a list of things that she feels she should be doing and especially in chronic illness oh I should be taking all this medication I should be going to the doctors about every little thing I should be doing this I should be doing that I'm not saying don't do it but ask yourself are you doing it because you know that that's the right step for you or are you doing it because you feel like you should because so-and-so's told you, because it's an expectation from society that there's a pressure being put on you. Really think about that should. Are you doing it for you? Are you doing it because you should? Two very different things. (sighs) Let's just take a moment for this episode to come back to ourselves because ultimately the unapologetic woman stands in her power 
she is completely authentic and she's proud of who she is what she's become and what she's doing with her life and i'm saying all of this while my husband is screaming at the telly honest to god like why why did i choose to record a podcast now like please so i hope you found this episode everything that you needed expansive empowering motivating inspiring elevating oh all the things and I hope you take from it what you need whether that's just a little kick up the bum to be your more self more yourself whether that's just a little nudge to make the decision that's best for you whether that's just a little reminder that it's okay to rest and to take care of yourself and to just fully allow yourself to be open to who you are at your core what oh my god I'm so sorry. Um, I'm going to leave it there because I don't know how loud this is going to be downstairs. But I hope you got everything you needed from this episode and more. I would love to know what resonated with you. Um, if you drop me a message on Instagram at Amy Sons, please let me know. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved what you heard, please do let me know by taking a quick screenshot and sharing it on Instagram stories, tagging me at Chronic Glow. I appreciate you so much and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.